Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Welcome back to another episode. I hope that you are doing well. For today's episode, I really wanted to talk about letting go and why it's so important to just let go. When we talk about manifesting and stepping into our ideal reality, we aren't able to do this unless we let go of our current version of self. In order to step into your ideal version of self, you need to let go of your current version of self, and you also need to let go of control. And this is really hard for most of us to do because we're so attached and comforted by our current version of self and our current reality. But if there are parts of your current reality that are draining you and aren't fulfilling you, chances are there is something you are needing to let go of or change in order to step into that ideal reality that will fulfill you. It's like that quote, you can't keep doing things the same way and expect to get different results. And we're in eclipse season, the season of change. We just had the partial solar eclipse on April 29th and 30th. Did anything major happen for you around this time? Did you get into any heated arguments? Did you have something come up that reflected back to you a change you should be making or something you've been procrastinating on letting go of? What themes came up for you? The lunar eclipse is happening May 15th to the 16th or between those days, depending on where you live, which will probably reflect back similar issues that you experienced during the solar eclipse. It's time to stop procrastinating and make those changes and let go. Otherwise, the universe will intervene and do that for you. So in this episode, I'm sharing why you need to let go, what you need to let go of, and how you can let go. So if you're ready, let's jump into it. All right, so first let's talk about why it's so important to let go. I know I kind of already mentioned a little bit about this idea of you know, in order to step into this new version of self, you need to let go of the old version. But also think about how hard you make it to progress forward when you're holding on to what weighs you down. Remember how I said when it comes to manifesting, it's all about matching your energetic frequency to the frequency of the thing that you're trying to manifest? It's all about alignment. Well, if you're holding on to things that are lowering your frequency, you are weighing your frequency down and pushing yourself out of alignment. Think of everything in your life that you know you need to let go of. Envision these things as rocks that you hold in your pockets. Eventually, it gets so heavy you can no longer move forward. Letting go of those rocks makes room for you to grow and move forward, and it also makes room for better. So, There's a few reasons why we hold on to things that no longer serve us. One reason is we're comfortable and even though things don't serve us and are potentially hindering our growth, it's what's familiar and comfortable, which is why we don't let go of them. Two, we fear. As always, everything comes back to fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of making a mistake, fear that better won't come along, fear that this is all we're worthy of, fear of getting uncomfortable. 
And three, we feel like we are failing when we let go. So let's talk about number one first, familiarity and comfort. This all goes back to our wonderful ego. Our ego finds comfort in what's familiar, and it finds comfort in those familiar patterns. So oftentimes, we pick up rocks along our life path that look and feel familiar. Let's say growing up, you lived in a home where your parent was constantly yelling at you. You felt like no matter what you did, you couldn't do anything right. You felt like you were worthless in your parents' eyes. Now fast forward to your current adult life, current situations, and now you find yourself subconsciously seeking out careers and relationships that reflect this parent-child relationship back to you. Oftentimes, we play out our childhood trauma in our marriages, relationships, and careers until we recognize our current narrative and do the inner work to heal those wounds and change our narrative. So now, because that behavior from childhood feels so familiar to you, you may find yourself in a relationship with someone who acts a similar and familiar way as your parent did. You may find yourself at a job where you feel like no matter what you do, you aren't doing enough, that you can't ever please your boss. And even though these situations are playing out and you know they don't fulfill you, you find it so hard to let it go because of that comfort and familiarity. You may even get so comfortable with a specific career that you are afraid to step outside of that comfort. For example, I was a server for a really long time before I broke that pattern. I went from one waitress job to the next and I was afraid to work anywhere else because I feared that I wasn't qualified enough or that I wouldn't make enough money or I was afraid to start over doing something I never did before. Waitressing jobs felt familiar and comforting to me even though I was always miserable. But eventually I got to a point in my life where I realized that waitressing was a dead-end path in my life's maze. That this job wasn't aligned with what I felt called to do and I wanted a job that allowed me more freedom, flexibility, and creativity. So that's when I finally worked through those limiting beliefs and allowed myself to let go of that career that was no longer aligned and step into a career that was, a career that was more fulfilling and offered me that freedom and creativity. And of course, this transition didn't happen overnight. I had to work at it in combination with my waitressing job until I felt I was able to pursue it full time. But I remember the day I did that and it was just so terrifying. I remember telling my boss that I was quitting, and when I made this decision, I had so many thoughts running in my mind like, am I going to be able to sustain self-employment? What if it falls through and I can't pay my bills? And there are still months where I have to fight with my own thoughts about feeling safe and secure where I am as self-employed. Because the self-employment route is not easy. It's scary. It's an up and down journey and it can be unpredictable. But it also can be so rewarding and fulfilling and I love having freedom in my career. So in order to make this transition, I had to get uncomfortable. I had to let go of the career that was holding me back. I had to let go of the fear. I had to start showing up as a version of self who was already living out that dream career, even though it wasn't my full-time job yet. I treated it as if it was. All of my daily habits reflected this and that's how I was able to finally align with the version of self who was self-employed and no longer a full-time waitress. What I also want to talk about is feeling like a failure because I feel like we can hold on to things longer than we should because we are afraid of feeling like a failure. 
Now, I always mention how I don't really think of it as failing. I view failure as a redirection in our life path to something better, but it did take me a while to get myself to view things from this perspective. I think about, for example, people who are in marriages and are unhappy or in toxic relationships, but they don't want to let go or give up because they view it as a failed marriage or a failed relationship. Or you hold on to a career that your parents wanted you to pursue because if you let go of it, you feel like you've failed them or would look like a failure in their eyes. Or you hold on to some job and you don't want to look like a failure in the eyes of society, whatever it is. But what's actually happening is you are holding yourself back from potentially aligning with a career that would fulfill you or someone who would treat you with respect. And holding on to toxic relationships often reflect back the relationship that we have with ourselves. When we are holding onto a partner who isn't treating us right, we are telling ourselves subconsciously that this treatment is okay. But letting go of toxic relationships is hard, especially if it's reflective of what your ego has been comfortable with since childhood. I think back to my first quote-unquote real relationship that I was in when I was younger, and it's one of those relationships that I look back on and think, you know, wow, my relationship with self was at a tough spot at the time. This was back when I had been struggling with my relationship with my parents. I always felt like my problems didn't matter. I always felt like my dad didn't care. He wouldn't check in much. He didn't know what was going on with my life. He wasn't there for me emotionally and he was so focused on his love life and so was my mom. My parents were divorced at the time, so I felt like I wasn't getting that attention that I wanted or needed from them at the time. I felt rejected by my dad and I had to deal with my emotions a lot on my own. There was a lack of communication happening and overall I just didn't have much self-esteem. So my boyfriend at the time would barely talk to me in person, which was interesting because this was how a lot of my relationships back then were like. I never felt like I could talk in person with my boyfriends. I was so closed off and it was hard for me to ever open up. But when we were texting or instant messaging, it was completely different. And with my first boyfriend, I remember always feeling so rejected. He'd pick me up and we'd go hang out by the dam with his friends, but I would just be sitting in the car while he was smoking with his friends. And then apparently this was his version of hanging out. He never wanted that one-on-one time together. And he would take me to his friends' parties and the only time he ever wanted to connect with me was when he was drunk. I was a virgin at this time and he was really drunk one night and he really wanted to have sex and I remember telling him no because I didn't feel comfortable and he had just told me that he loved me but when he told me this he called me my best friend's name and when I told him no he got really mad at me. He pushed me down calling me all sorts of names because I wouldn't sleep with him. But yet, I never left. I stayed. It was things like this that kept happening in this relationship that were trying to get me to, you know, recognize this pattern and leave and let go. But I held on to this relationship because my ego found comfort in it. Because it was reflecting those childhood wounds of rejection, lack of communication, and my low self-esteem back to me. He was the one that finally broke up with me. You know, sometimes our ego wants the chaos and it wants the pain because it wants what's familiar. So that's exactly what it seeks out and holds onto even if it's not good for us. And once we realize this, we have the opportunity to change that narrative, to do the work to heal and change these toxic cycles. 
Because our trauma is not our fault, but it is up to us to take responsibility for our healing. And I know that this can be so hard to do. It can be so hard to flip our mindset from, you know, all of this is happening to me, life sucks, or I should just, I guess, be okay with everything going wrong because it will never go right. I doubt I'll be able to get better. But once you realize there's patterns in your life that are repeating due to the unhealed trauma, that's when you can decide to finally let go and heal. So I'm going to share a process of how I did this in my own life. Keep in mind, letting go is a never-ending journey because we are always healing and shifting. We are always aligning with new experiences and letting go of the old. And everyone makes these changes at their own pace. There is no right or wrong. So first, you really have to identify the familiar. Identify the cycles. What is constantly repeating in your life that isn't serving you and keeps you in your comfort zone? Is it the fact that you are always getting a new job and can never seem to stick to one or you can't seem to find one that fulfills you? Is it relationship struggles that seem to keep repeating? You could be with a partner who you love but still have a cycle that constantly repeats in your partnership. Do you have the same conversations over and over again? Whatever it may be, you then want to ask yourself, what is this reflecting back to me? Is it reflecting back to you that you are comfortable with change and stability is unfamiliar? This was something I struggled with for a while. Whenever my life felt stable, I would start to panic and subconsciously create problems because I was so familiar with change and chaos that stability felt uncomfortable for me. Or maybe it's reflecting back to you that you aren't comfortable communicating your needs with your partner. So nothing can change because your partner doesn't know what is actually frustrating you. Where do these issues stem from? Is there some inner child wounds you are still needing to heal from? Does it stem from a past relationship? Sometimes we project our past relationship wounds onto our current partner without realizing. So taking accountability for that is so important. And once you answer these questions, I want you to think about what you can do to spark a change. And often this is by letting go of something. It could be an unhealthy habit, wounds and resentment from previous relationships, limiting beliefs. What can you do differently? Are there unhealthy habits you need to let go of? Are there toxic relationships in your life that you've been holding on to because you are afraid to upset other people? What's holding you back from these shifts and changes that you need to let go of? What's weighing you down? Lastly, think about what your life could look like and feel like if you finally let go. Oftentimes, what we want can't come in because we don't have room for it. In order to make room, we need to let go. We tend to settle for good enough because we subconsciously feel like that's all we are worthy of. A lot of this stems from the mindsets and beliefs of society or our parents and people we spend time with. It's hard to believe we are capable of more when we aren't surrounded by people who believe in more. Oftentimes you hear people say things like, your life could be so much worse, just be grateful for what you have, you don't need more, or you shouldn't be upset because someone else has it worse off than you. Think about that. Which is, yes, very true, but also really invalidating. You are allowed to feel upset. You are allowed to desire more for yourself. Gratitude is so important, but you can practice gratitude while still aiming to shift and align to better. And I think the number one thing that has helped me let go, especially let go of resentment, is changing my perspective. For the longest time, I held on to so much resentment towards my dad. 
I didn't want to forgive him and I didn't want to let go of the pain he caused me because I thought that if I didn't forgive him, I was hurting him and getting back at him for it. But the truth is, I was only hurting myself. I was only holding myself back because that resentment I held onto was reflected back to me in all of my relationships. I attracted people into my life that would reflect back my childhood wounds. And the moment I let go of the resentment and found forgiveness in my heart, that was the moment my relationships started to shift. And it was also the moment I was able to mend and build a stronger relationship with my dad. Now, I'm not saying you need to forgive and talk to the person who you felt hurt by, because you don't. You don't have to ever talk to them again, especially if it's better for your mental health to keep them out of your life. But what I am saying is when we look at those wounded relationships in our life and we try to see it from a different perspective, you learn lessons that it's trying to teach you and you can then break those cycles. It also made it easier to forgive, to let go, and to move on. For me, the relationship with my dad taught me how to find my self-worth again. It taught me that I don't need validation from anyone else, that the only validation I needed was for myself. It taught me a lot about addiction and how hard it is for people who struggle with addiction. I was able to see things from my dad's perspective, realizing that he was wounded, especially his inner child. I took the time to step back and picture my dad as a child. I pictured his wounded inner child that was abused by his own dad and how hurt that inner child was because hurt people hurt people. And I knew that if I didn't heal my own inner child, that I would take that pain and project it onto people who had nothing to do with that pain to begin with. And the relationship I had with my dad also taught me forgiveness. Now, I'm not making excuses for my dad, but I do know that there's a lot of pain he had at the time, and he's done his own growth since my childhood days. At the end of the day, some people can change, but others never will. And sometimes it's just a matter of acceptance. Accepting that hurt people hurt people. Accepting that some people have really strong egos, so it's hard for them to take accountability, and often they lack the self-awareness. Accepting that we can't change people or control people to act the way we want them to, but we can control our own reactions and our own actions. Accepting that we are no longer allowing the pain of the past to dictate our present because we can't change the past. We can't go back and make people act differently, but we can always change the way our future unfolds. And for me, letting go and healing has had a huge impact on my present. It's brought me a new level of inner peace, and our inner reality is always reflected to us in our external world. So ask yourself, is your external reality reflecting back to you your inner peace? And if not, then it might be time to start your healing journey and allow yourself to finally let go. So I hope you found this episode helpful in one way or another. If you did, please share it with someone who you think may need to hear this message. I would love to connect with you on social media. I am at Duclos E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. Check out the show notes for ways to work one-on-one with me. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.